Coming up on this episode, we begin by discussing Dan's experience with the new iPad and Sean's experience with the new iPhone XR. Then we get into the week's tech news, including Amazon's big HQ announcement, the fun of government acronyms, and why the post office may be giving your information away. Stick around, it starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 224, recorded November 11th, 2018, finally foldable. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, you, other things, even more. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by two guys who were up to no good, so they started making trouble in this neighborhood. It's Dan Miller and Colby Rabideau. Guys, good evening. Happy Monday to you both. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Uh, it was happy. I had the day off today. Ah, yes. No, perhaps some would say nonsensically I had the day off today. Uh, as as I will have a day off again just just weeks from now. I, like one week from now, really. Just one day? Well, I actually have two days off for Thanksgiving. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it was... Uh, I don't know. It was a nice surprise. I cleaned my apartment. I went to the mall. I went to the mall and looked at iPads. I touched the iPads. Wow. It was, it was, it was, I regretted going into the Apple store immediately because, um, there was nobody there cause it was 1030 in the morning on a, on a Monday. Um, and, but there were like 12 Apple employees there just all milling around. And I tried to like sneak in the side and not talk to anyone. And like someone like was like, like you, flagged sir, down and like ran around the tables <laughs> to come to come uh address me. Yeah, they're pretty bored. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I did I like the new pencil. If one it feels cool. I like that it's not shiny. Um this pencil? Yeah, that's the Whoa. one. And I like that it clicks on the top. It's like click. Mm. That's very cool. Has it has it fallen off, Dan? It's kind of, um, so yeah, I have the new iPad, which I think I teased last week and I was going to do the show from the iPad and I am successfully so far. Uh, it doesn't fall off, but if you want to use it in portrait mode, you really don't want to have that pencil on there. Cause I, I think it even only charges in one orientation. Oh, oh no, that's not true. But it's like right in the center of the side is the only place it charges. So if you're trying to hold it in portrait mode, it's a little bit awkward. Um, but so I don't know where I'm going to put it when I'm not using it, which is most of the time. Um, yeah. Also, I wish I was a better artist, but I did draw some circles. I doodled. I doodled with it a couple of nights ago. Mm -hmm. I just like drew some shapes that felt pleasant to me. See, now you that's, that's... You ever like really think about how a triangle feels? <laughs> How very mystical feels. shape how it feels yeah angles and circles they're whew, those are different beasts <laughs> that, that is for sure uh i use the apple pencil to make all my D, &D maps and they, those are good looking maps by the way i we've put some up on the game nights twitter game nights at game night tv on twitter you should go check them out they're very good maps mm. they, those all, are good all all my best work stems from maps in the, <laughs> the D, D sphere you're a real cartographer as they say yeah, I like to think I'm a reverse cartographer. Like, I make the map and then uh, build the mm. world around it. There's a really good subreddit for this. I think it's called, like, Imaginary Worlds or Imaginary Maps or something. And it's just 
cool maps that people have drawn. Oh neat. You should you should try to find it because I the it only so one problem is if I tried to do anything, including tragically split screen, while I'm Skype calling, my video disappears. Which is the first the first major stumbling block in this video call. Um but yeah, I'm uh I'm happy to talk about my iPad experience whenever we want to. You can you're so, welcome to dive right in. What's what all right, what's so the experience? My been challenge like? for the next month is uh, I'm gonna use the iPad as my only computer to do things on when I'm not at work and possibly when I'm not programming. Although I am very, the more I think about, it, the more intrigued I am by trying to do programming on the iPad. Um, but I, I haven't decided on that yet. So I'll try to do all the shows from the iPad until, I guess, probably until our holiday uh, spectacular episode. Um, so that's the goal. Let's see. Now, did so you? So the first. Oh, I, I was just saying because you were talking about coding. I'm just. Did you get the keyboard, the smart keyboard as well for it? No, no, because I at first I was like, well, I'm not going to be doing programming on it, and if I'm not programming, what am I doing that requires a lot of typing and like my personal time? I've never felt the need for a keyboard on my other iPad, mm -hmm. but then okay, so today has been my first day of actually trying to do some out-of-the-ordinary stuff with the iPad, this show. But then before the show, I made a keynote, a PowerPoint keynote presentation on my iPad. And as soon as I started doing it, I was like, oh, boy, like, this is going to suck. Um, and one of the first things I tried to do was I, because what I do when I make uh, uh, slideshows a lot is I make a, not, I don't make an actual template slide, but I, I kind of make a template slide and then I copy and paste it and then like keep changing some stuff inside of it. And I was like, oh God, can I even copy and paste the slide in this iPad app? You totally can. And it works just like you hold down the slide on the left, the little thing comes up, you can copy it. And But then I was like, well, where do I paste it? And I guess, I guess I'll just hold down someone left. Sure enough, a little paste button pops up. I was like, okay, so that was pleasantly surprising. And actually making a keynote presentation uh, on the iPad is great because you have kind of fine-tuned controls about uh, arranging objects and, like, it's way easier to tilt them so you can, like, make a square and then rotate it a couple degrees. So that was all pretty natural. The big problem I ran into was um, sharing the file, not because of Keynote. The Keynote app, you can export it as images, PDF, PowerPoint, uh, but just because the medium that I wanted to send it over, uh, GroupMe, was... Uh, didn't have you couldn't send documents through the app. You can do it on the web, I'm pretty sure, but it's not through the app. And it doesn't show up in the share sheet for documents, none of that stuff. So that's pretty much been uh, my my iPad adventures so far. It's super fast. It looks really cool. Um, I'm yeah. just thinking about getting the keyboard case. We'll see. Now, which Holy, one? Do you have the keyboard? Oh, I have the space gray one. I got the second smallest size, which I is is that one twenty eight? Is that two fifty six? I think it's two fifty six. Which which size screen did you get? Oh, the small small size screen. 
I haven't seen the big size one, but I can't imagine that I would be very into it. Um, we can't oh, hear I you. I can't Colby. hear Colby. No. That's the one I played with today. <laughs> the small one or the big one? The big one. Mm. All, so what I'm, did you think about the two the two sizes? I th- I think the big one is the way to go. Be crazy not to. I don't know. Maybe that's wow. Not. I think Dang. it looked really cool though. Again, this was standing at the Apple table doing stuff with it, not a uh, lounging or anything. But right, I love the iPad as a lounging device. Like uh, a weekend morning with nothing to do except a cup of coffee and my iPad. Whew. Dan's living the dream life. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's that's about it. I have I have a separate topic, technology related topic, but I'm happy to answer any and all iPad questions. Okay. <laughs> hearing nothing. Yeah. Hearing nothing. I have a group of friends, and we have had a group me chat for years, and. Every year that goes by, I hate GroupMe more. Uh, they got bought by Microsoft six years ago or I something didn't even like know that. that. The app does get updated about once every month to two months, which you could have fooled me because it doesn't change. The updates don't change anything at all. Um, it is always very slow to get the new paradigms, new screen sizes, new you know iOS support. Uh, you do not have fine grain notification control. If you if someone mentions you, the notification you get simply says that they mentioned you and does not contain the context of their message at all. Uh, a bunch of really infuriating things. Their web app is okay, but is real janky. So I was like, we need to move. We need to move into the future. Um, but. You know, humans are very resistant to change. So I that was a presentation I put together was I did a survey of all the group chat apps. I collected their their product requirements, which I will read off to you. iOS and Android apps, push notifications, image gallery, calendar, at mentions, profile pictures, uh, web interface. So I did Slack. I did Discord. I did uh, Zulip. I did WhatsApp. I did Messenger. And honestly, Messenger is the only one that ticked all the boxes. Um, but I was curious if you all have a group texting app that you think that I should investigate. Mm, no. First of all, let me just say, Dan, I, 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 love, I love projects like this. I love that you're doing this. This is amazing. This is exactly the kind of shit I would do. This is... Good on you. I can't, you know, we've talked about the wire cutter before and they kind of pick the best of certain stuff. I think Don't Panic can be like that for like weird app uses. You've put together a chart, you've done your research, you've proven out the point. I, I don't have a single one I use with a lot of people and I find problems with all of them. Like I use Slack with you guys, I use Messenger, WhatsApp with my international coworkers, um, iMessage, but I realize that doesn't have an Android option, um, I think they all have pros and cons. So I actually am very excited to hear the result of this. I don't, I don't know of one I would like by, if someone asked, Hey, we're starting a new group chat. What should we do it? in?" I'd probably say Facebook messenger only because pretty much everyone has Facebook, but that doesn't mean yeah. I like it. 
So the problem, even though Facebook ticks all the, the boxes on paper, I think, I suspect that after they read this presentation, they will be like, yeah, but it's Facebook. Mm, it doesn't take that one big box with the it's Facebook next to right. it. Right. Yeah. No one said explicitly, but I can I already picture two people saying like, uh, no. yeah, I really want to like Discord. Uh, I started using it more recently. It's like Slack, but the free features, the free, I don't know, limits are a non-existent. And it has additional features like voice chat, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Like it, like because we this group of people does not often, but occasionally play games, and we've had it where it's like, all right, let's get on an actual like conference call. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to set up Skype. Um, so, but doesn't have calendar. You can like have a calendar bot or app that you add in, but it doesn't have an image gallery. Very few image gallery was the tough thing. Only WhatsApp and Messenger had image galleries, huh. uh, which was very surprising to me. Huh. Slack, there's no way in Slack to you can see the files that were uploaded, but you can't. You don't get a preview, like a thumbnail of the images. Mm. Damn! You should submit this feedback to Slack or something. Uh, yeah, I googled it. There's you know a bajillion threads. One bajillion. All right. Thanks for your help. I'm, I'm dying to know the out. Please report back <laughs> on, on what you guys settle on, because I'm dying you, to know. You mentioned all the messaging apps I've ever used. Well, and some I've never WeChat, heard of. WeChat. There's Telegram. There are others. Signal. Them out. Signal. If you don't want yeah, any features. Signal is not going to fly. Like <laughs> I, th- I think there's another implicit uh, box, which was kind of easy to use. <laughs> and honestly, I think it's where WhatsApp falls down too, because that you have to have the phone number, and it's really confusing, especially when you try to use the desktop app. Mm-hmm. Neat. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. I'll let you know how it goes. Please do. Please do. The, the first in our multi-part series, Dan picks the best apps. Well, yeah. Part one was the uh, Mac OS uh, email app. This will be part two. Good. We'll keep it going. I like it. Um, I was just going to quickly mention, I also got my new Apple purchase. Not to <coughs> not to brag to the world, but my... My iPhone XR. Nice. The red. It's red. Looks good. It looks good. It's a very pretty phone. It's got the full screen kind of like your your various 10 devices. Um, there's really not much to mention. It's a pretty mild phone, all things considered. Nothing really too fancy about it. It's noticeably heavier than my iPhone 8, which really surprised me. Mm, I noticed that about the 10, but I wasn't sure if it was like the steel or aluminum case or whatever. I, I think my, it's stainless steel on the 10. But what, what amazed me is, and this again, this was quickly in the Apple store, so I don't know if this is true. When I held this against uh, a 10s, because that was what I was deciding between, the 10R felt heavier than the 10s. Now, now, the screen's a little bit bigger, but I don't know if it's because mm. it's the LCD versus the OLED. I don't know if that's got something to do with it. I, I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's a perfectly fine phone. I, I don't really... So t- what, yeah. what are your thoughts on like the, the swiping and the face id stuff uh it took me a while to get used to it i honestly don't think it's better than touch id um and the home button have you cooked with it yet 
Uh, I have. I've cooked with it, and I've. But the problem I have is that I still have to pick up. My phone is always in a position where my face isn't in range for it to. So I have to like get my mm. face. If it's like on the counter. I have to like get up over it to like get it to act, <laughs> or I have to pick it up, which I've got messy hands. So even though I don't have to use the ID, I'm still picking it up. So in that case, it's like not a huge advantage in that respect um using it in the shower is great it's very convenient for that um but this uh, was uh another piece of ipad feedback i remember if i'm holding the ipad in portrait and laying on the couch or in bed uh that's the only time when the camera doesn't pick me up if i have it laying on the table it usually works if i have it in landscape it usually works but that's also that's like 80% 80% of my iPad usage up until I've been trying to really use it is portrait mode lying down on something. Yeah. And it actually works better if I flip it upside down, which you can't really tell, so that the camera's on the bottom. Uh, <laughs> it's just, just a little weird. Yeah, that's the, the first thing I do every morning is check the notifications on my phone, and I've kind of got to like get up off the pillow and be like, oh, I just <laughs> want to see what happened. Uh, but I Eventually, will say, it'll learn what your tired face looks like, and it'll unlock right away. That's what I'm I hoping. I actually noticed that. That's what I'm hoping, because I need that, because I'm not smart enough in the morning to <laughs> handle this complicated, cutting-edge technology. Um, <laughs> but I will say, my, my favorite feature of it is I, I usually have it, and when I'm sitting at my desk, I've mentioned before, I have a stand-up Samsung wireless charger, so it's kind of propped up next to my desk. And so it'll buzz, mm-hmm. but you know, it does that thing where it just says notification until you look at it. And and I love the feature oh. where I can just, I see notification on the core of my eye and then I like aggressively turn and stare at it. And then like magic, <laughs> my notifications come and it's great. And I've got just, it's this weird thing I do because I find it and I just go and I look boop, and then the notifications come up. So that's neat. It's a fine phone. I've got no complaints, but it, it's, <laughs> this is the first iPhone upgrade I've ever done where I'm like, I don't know how this is better than my old phone. Mm. but also this is the first time i've ever done a one year up i usually always go two years between phones and this is the first time i've done a single year so i think that's part of it because mm-hmm. my old my old phone didn't feel old yet i'm surprised that i think give it a couple weeks and go back your old phone oh my, my old phone's the... already gone oh okay that's You're the trade-in it's already already sent back mm. no going I back i found myself when i see someone in the subway using the the phone the button on the bottom like what you're wasting so much space there's all there's but, all this screen you're leaving on the table but not enough apps take advantage of it either like many do but many no don't. but it's just a visual thing and now it's like it's bugging me I was like that could be a screen and it's not I also I also do struggle a lot with like when to pull up to like get it to go to the card view and like how to swipe like like the exact position that just comes with time but it is just a it's got a learning curve the uh so the thing i learned after after a few days with the swipe up thing is that if you go so if you go up and hold it it'll bring up the card view but if you go up and like to the the left a little bit it it brings you it brings up the cards immediately like without mm. a delay so like you do a little like hook thing uh, it's so obvious this, Colby. i remember describing the the reverse l yep yep upside down it's crazy yeah but it's a nice phone and i will say the when i had the the 10s and the 10r side by side in the apple store um I thought the LCD, it didn't look as good as the OLED, but it looked really good. So it's a fine phone if you look. And the red's great. I love the red. 
came out very nice. So anyway, did you know that I didn't? I thought this was only an iPad gesture. Did you know that you can swipe on the bottom and uh, move between the apps that way? I keep accidentally mm. doing that. The uh, yeah, there are some apps that still haven't like they haven't quite optimized correctly, and their like interactions are too close to the bottom part. And I yeah. always end up like, like I'm trying to swipe up in the app, and I end up swiping up in the thing. Um, that's only a couple things. I'm trying to think. There's one that's particular. There's like something I can't do in the app, but I, I don't remember what it is right now. And um, yeah. So there you go. It's a fine phone. My mini review. It's it's. I would say it's getting into slightly too big for my hands territory. Like I can't, I can't reach the whole screen anymore with a single hand, which is mm-hmm. kind of a problem. But uh, I will live. Um, anyhow, that is uh, that's been uh, the gang buys Apple stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't buy any stuff. Oh no! Tragic. Wow. Tragic. Not even the new Mac Mini. I wanna. I want a new Mac Mini. I want a new MacBook Air. I want the big iPad. <laughs> just do it all. Maybe if you ask nicely, you'll get like a bulk discount. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, Black, Black Friday's coming up. It's true. The one time a year, Apple offers a very small uh, <laughs> deal on their devices. I think you get like free Beats headphones. So enjoy. <laughs> oh, a $50 iTunes gift card. Thanks, Apple. Wow. Uh, on my $3,000 computer. Um <laughs> Anyhow, enough of that. We got to move on to news. Uh, It's the whole reason we're here. We want to spread the world of the week's news. And there is, I guess, technically some. Uh, While Dan goes off his video to check what's in the rundown, I will remind everybody (laughs) at home uh, to make sure you join us live Monday nights about 10, 15 Eastern on Twitch at twitch.tv slash don't panic show and on Facebook, facebook.com slash don't panic show. We appreciate all our live uh, viewers who come and they join us and they comment. We're watching the comments. So if you got something to say during the show, there is a bit of a lag. So if we don't get to it, I apologize. But we do read them at least. So if we don't say them on the air, but sometimes we do say them on the air. So comment there. Make sure you join us. Uh, You guys have had a chance to look at the stories for this week. Where to begin? Or if there's Uh, something not in the rundown, we can talk about as well. I think we should start with the Amazon HQ, and I think we should talk about the two stories that uh, Colby and I, we did our homework this week. We were pasting stories. We were pasting stories in the show notes I love that. all week long. It I was, love it. We were so productive. Well, let's, but I think we should start with Amazon double HQ. And we should, because there was actually breaking news about this literally minutes before we got on the air. I don't know this. I, well, it was reported by the Wall Street Journal, which nobody pays for, so nobody can read, but... Um, (laughs) apparently the official announcement, which we already know what the result is, the official announcement will be tomorrow. So you heard it here first. It's happening tomorrow. Um, yes, you heard it first here after the wall street journal reported it. Um, (laughs) but we already know what's going to happen. Amazon. We've talked about this on the show before looking for their HQ two, their second headquarters somewhere in the country. They essentially conned a bunch of cities into giving them stupid amounts of, of subsidies and money and access and all this dumb promo- it, honest it's so infuriating uh there was a follow-up to you um you remember the foxconn plant in wisconsin we talked about and we're all yep. like oh this is gonna work out well there was just a follow-up story the other week where like each job is gonna cost the state like a quarter million dollars per <laughs> one job it's crazy I, these things drive me nuts but uh 
thank God this national Amazon nightmare is finally over. Amazon has decided, let's spread the wealth. Why have one second headquarter when you can have two second headquarters, <laughs> which I guess would be a second and a third. Right. Why have one equal uh, headquarters that, to balance out your massive Seattle campus? When you could just have two additional inferior offices like you already have all over the world. Exactly. Uh, each city location would employ about 25,000 people. Uh, they, uh, it's claimed the decision has to do with being able to recruit enough talent and preemptively addressing issues with housing and transit. So they don't want to dump 50,000 people on a city, rather 25,000 on two cities. Uh, and breaking uh, those two cities, gentlemen, drum roll please. The two best cities in America, the two largest and most memorable cities in America, New York City and Crystal City, Virginia. <laughs> two icons Woo! of this great nation of ours. Um, indeed. Where specifically in New York, Sean? Uh, I believe Long Island City. Yeah. In the in the great uh, Queensboro, I believe. Yep. Yep, in I, Queens. I, I said it like a real New Yorker. You could tell I've definitely yeah, been there. Yeah, Queensboro. It's like uh, it's like Brattleboro. You know, <laughs> you, you kind of say it the same way. <laughs> yes, exactly. All one word, just blends <laughs> together. Uh, Dan, do you do you know the site at all? Do you know this area where they're? Putting I know us? there's a good cocktail bar in in uh, Long Island City. There's a good climbing gym in Long Island City. I've been to several times. There's a really good ramen place in Long Island City. I don't know the exact building that they're talking about, but I know the area. It's like there's a 10% of Long Island City is like transplanted Brooklyn brownstones that you'll never, ever see in Queens. And then 90% of it is Midtown Manhattan, like bright, shining steel high rises that are either apartments or office buildings. It's super bizarre. Wow. And then and then maybe there's another 10%, which is like construction sites, garbage dumps and warehouses. Um, <laughs> That's that's my impression of LIC. Well, I'm sure Amazon will certainly change a lot of that. Yeah, 25,000 people. Ultimately, yep. I wonder, like, I, I feel like I can picture in my head the top 10 biggest universities. I couldn't name all of them, but, you know, you got Penn State and Ohio State. Uh, what are the top 10 largest companies by numbers of employees? At like a single location type thing, you mean? Maybe. I guess. I don't know. There, if that information exists, there's a Wikipedia article for it somewhere. By the way, the other day I saw the list of Wikipedia lists and then the list of lists of Wikipedia lists, which is also <laughs> a Wikipedia article. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. Um, but because I feel like 25,000, I feel like the biggest companies I know of are like 50,000. Like that's about as big as it can possibly get. So is what Amazon is what Amazon's saying is that between just their Seattle headquarters and these other two headquarters, they're going to have one hundred thousand people. Never mind all of the warehouse employees and all of the other satellite offices. That is exactly what they're saying. Does Google even have a hundred thousand employees? That, because I thought like fifty thousand was as big as you get. Fifty thousand, like Fortune one hundred companies, are about fifty thousand people. That's a really good question. Uh, Wikipedia lists the number of employees under Google at 85,000. Mm. And I can see what it says about Amazon. Uh, no, Amazon, not the river, the company. Uh, <laughs> Amazon, it, sa it says, 
guess how many employees Amazon has? Uh, but again, you got to remember they own warehouses. They own and they count all of that. Three hundred thousand. Six hundred and thirteen thousand. Whoa, <laughs> that's now, crazy. I, and now I I'm, would think something like Walmart or something has more than that, right? Yeah, Walmart, I believe, is the single largest employer in the country. In the U.S. alone, one point five million people are employed <laughs> that's by bananas. Walmart. Isn't that isn't that one point five million? And it's two point three million worldwide. There are Walmarts in the rest in other parts of the world. Oh yeah, no, for sure, all over the world. I haven't, I haven't seen one Walmart International uh, in uh, twenty six countries outside the U.S. Whoa, oh. interesting. Walmart's so uh, that's enough beautiful. about New York. What do you think about Crystal City, Virginia? Uh, Crystal City, just outside of Arlington uh, in Northern Virginia, right out, basically right next to Reagan uh, International Airport. One of the things that attracted Amazon to the site. Um, yeah, I, I think it's fine. Yeah, seems reasonable. I, I would be curious what, because I know Amazon has smaller offices. I'd be curious where they are. Um, that we don't have to know, but like, I wonder how much of it was like. Well, we already have an office in San Antonio, so like, does it really make sense to also have an office in Dallas? Or yeah, but yeah, talk about the yeah, the fast one that they pulled. Um, they'll be writing. Uh, there'll be some MBA lectures given on this particular maneuver. Yeah, I mean, I. I... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You know, that's a problem with a lot. You know, sometimes these tax subsidies and and the like uh, incentive plans uh, do result in positive outcomes. It's just more often than not they don't. So it'll be curious to see what the long term effect of. Uh, I have to imagine that New York didn't give them that sweet of a deal, because like, how many companies they, they the the competition is just a lot more fierce. I feel like New York doesn't have to go all out for it. Whereas Crystal City, Virginia, eh, I bet they were very tempted to give them an amazing deal. I would think. I mean, that's what's interesting about this is we don't actually know what New York offered. New yeah, York and they're, or, they're or, not going to say. Well, they're the under non-disclosure agreements. They can't. Uh, okay. Even if they that was part of the agreement, is that all these cities, the, the few cities we did hear about, it's because they leaked, uh, which they weren't supposed to. Mm. Right. Oh, tricky. Tricky. Yep. Yep, they definitely Amazing. keep that secret. So that'll be interesting. Uh, if there's anything new in the announcement tomorrow, we'll share it. Uh, we'll share it here on the show next week. But that should pretty much be it. That's the scoop. Um, Whoa! All right, oh, you can like see DC from from Crystal City. Yeah, it's right, right in the greater DC area. It's actually, I, I'm gonna assume, very close to where our our pal Matt lives. Um, uh, I think it's all kind of in that general. Maybe you can get a job at Amazon. Uh, there, I'm here. They're hiring, so you know, <laughs> I don't know what qualifications uh, they they what they need a high school history teacher for, but you know. Hey, you gotta learn from history. 
Well, hey, back in the early day, early, early, early days of Amazon, they had like prof- people writing professional write-ups of the various books on the site. Uh, Matt would be great at that. Oh yeah, hmm. doing editorial content. Absolutely, I do, does have yeah, opinions. I would love to see a little, a little book, a monthly uh, book club curated. Well, we have that. We have the monthly book club curated by Matt. We do. We do. And we filter a lot of books out of that list. So thank goodness. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very so limited You're the release. editor. Yes, I got to keep tab. But also he filters out a lot of my books. So it works both ways. Mm. That's why you mm-hmm. only get the best of the best. It's a double blind system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Dan, you said you want to talk about the other two stories that you two posted in our internal Slack, which I'm thrilled about. Uh, I like when we yeah. do that. Uh, we're all putting together the list here. Uh, raise your hand if you're sick of spam calls on your phone. You guys get a lot of spam calls? I get a ton. All the time. I just got one today. It's awful. It's unpleasant. Uh, oh and they're going to do something about this. it. So uh, the FCC has developed uh, new standards. Um, I got a spam call today from someone named Banks Major. Come on. You got to be a little more creative. Like Banks, comma Major? No, it says name banks major. major oh that's dope i think it does caller id on the people calling me i i'm actually going to recommend this app instead of my oh i'm ready for that app Show yeah me. i've tried a few and they none have worked so i'm curious what dan will share um so the fcc has introduced um some new uh suge- a framework as they say to digitally validate the handoff of phone calls, making sure that the call you get is actually from the person supposedly making it. It's called the Shake and Stir framework, which is what uh, got Dan all excited. (laughs) And it goes through that great government tradition of unnecessary acronyms. STIR, standing for Secure Telephony uh, Identity Revisited, and SHAKEN, the Secure Handling of Asserted Information Using Tokens. Um, it's a framework to prevent the completion of illegally spoofed calls, um, that uses, uh, certificates, digital certificates based on a common public key cryptography techniques to ensure a calling number is secure. I'm about that. So this is specifically about the numbers that they spoof either your phone number or someone that you know or like your area code to try to get you to pick up that happens to me a lot where it looks like a local number and then it hi this is vanessa from the vacation rewards center i'm calling and it's like uh stop yep i get them all the time like once a week actually i got like three or four this week but uh normally it's once a week i get one phone call from a number that has the same like area code as me the same or not area code but like the next one the the i got the like 401 and then the the next three and it's the same and i know it's not not a it's not something i'm interested in nope not a chance yeah it's usually about my loans the loans that i owe owe money on I get a lot of Medicare. I get a lot of loans. Mm. Let's see. This one was... Uh, oh, I guess I, I had a voicemail. This one actually got through. Got through. I get I get, a, I get a lot of the... Uh, this is the IRS calling to collect. And I'm like... 
Yeah, I don't think Lies. so. Um, yeah, so hopefully uh, Shake and Stir, it's a new, it's a newer um, standard that the FCC is trying to push. No one, is, as far as I understand, is actually using it yet. Um, but this uh, mention comes from an article T-Mobile uh, has already blocked over a billion spam calls as part of their spam ID and scam block feature. Um, and they have announced their readiness to adopt the Shake and Stir framework um, moving forward. Pretty cool. I'm excited. It will I be like, nice. I like the acronym. Well, speaking yeah, of that, acronym, that's like really, uh, you know, punchy for, you know, a bunch of telephony, or as Sean called it, telephony nerds. <laughs> I love telephony. Um, <laughs> what's great is that um, it stands in the long tradition of, um, oh, Emily in our uh, Facebook chat says, I get voicemails saying there's a warrant out for my arrest. My Did, grand, Are my... you sure that there isn't? <laughs> no, it turns out it's the actual police. That, that's what the police do. They leave a voicemail. Yep. Hey, if you're not busy, stop on down. There's a warrant out for your arrest. Would you mind? <laughs> Pop on over. Um, no, I actually, guys, this might be a fun hoot for the folks at home. I actually got a list of some of the most egregious congressional acronyms of all time. Ooh. So Lay it on us. do you guys want want the full written out name of the bill and you have to figure out the acronym? Or should I give you the acronym and you got to figure out the bill? <laughs> um... Acronym to Bill. Okay. Chomp. C-H-O-M-P. Chomp. Um, creating uh, uh, crashing homelessness on many plazas. That's good. That's good. I like that, but no. <laughs> Chasing horses on magic. Ponies. Pelicans. Plazas. Okay. <laughs> plazas. The P's always plazas, guys. You know this. No, you guys were thinking of the Consumers Have Options for Molar Protection Act. A bill Molar that requires life. dentists to give out uh, uh, safe literature to their uh, so they don't scam people. Chomp. Uh, oh, one more. Give us good. one more. That's that's it. That's uh, on topic. Uh, do you do you want an easy one or a hard one? <laughs> Are there easy ones? A some easy would... one. Okay, prostate. <laughs> <laughs> that's so many letters. It is. Um, but the P should be pretty easy. <laughs> is it prostate? Ding. Damn it. Uh. I don't even know how to spell. <laughs> There's your first mistake. Prostate rehabilitation, comma, oncology, um, sustenance, transforming acres of trees everywhere. <laughs> I like that. That's very good. It really tells a story. <laughs> I mean, it's not right, but it was very good. Uh... I don't know. It's too many letters. How about Prostate Research Outreach Screening Testing Access and Treatment Effectiveness Act? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a whole I'll put the link in the run in the rundown, but there is a whole some guy just built a web page that tracks and you can search every acronym used in Ooh, Congress like for any bill. Um and someone I someone needs to make an AI from this to generate new bill names. Oh, you totally mm-hmm. could. Uh do you guys know the most common word used in bill acronyms? Four um, letters. Four letters. Star. No, but you're actually very close. Starts with S. Stop. No, but that's a, I, that would be a good guess too, but no. Save. Oh, you're even closer, but no. Safe? Safe. 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 The safe act. There have been a, too many safe acts. Uh, and I promise we'll move on, but I'm going to leave you with one of my favorites. Stop smut. The Special Taxation on Pornographic Services and Marketing Using Telephones Act. <laughs> I mean, that, I, we could go on all night with these. Dairy. Dairy oh. Augmentation for Increased Retail and Yogurt Products Act. <laughs> Stalkers. Simplifying the Ambiguous Law. Keeping Everyone Reliably Safe Act. Oh, my God. So is there... You know how there are musicians who specialize in writing jingles and musicians who specialize in making like, just the soundtracks for trailers? Mm-hmm. Are there like wordsmiths out there in DC who their only job is to somehow create a thematic acronym that spells out something to do with this bill? Is that like, are there specialists who are like, oh, we we got to get Janine on this one? She's like, she comes up with the best acronyms. Like, we really need this thing to pass. This this sounds like a CBS drama series like like well, yeah, the, well this is house of cards season seven yes all about the acronym lady yeah i like it ah <laughs> oh, but we've got to move on we've been shaken and stirred and we got to move on to the next story and we're going to talk about this one informed delivery are you guys signed up for informed delivery you know this one I picked no, it on the show we a couple talked months about ago. This, yeah, yes. I haven't signed up for it though. It's a neat service. The, the uh, it turns out a lot of people don't know this. Uh, the U.S. Postal Service scans and stores pictures of all your mail. A lot of people don't know this. They've been doing it since uh, not that long after 9/11 uh, as a security measure. Uh, they don't do packages. They only do traditional flat, uh, you know, letters and things of that nature. Um, and they take pictures and they store them. But for a long time, they just sat on a server somewhere at the post office. No one could use them. Someone at the post office got clever and said, hey, why don't we let people use this? So they create, uh, create a service called Informed Delivery. And the way it works is you go to the UPS, UP, USPS site, sign up for Informed Delivery, and every day in your inbox you get an email, or you can use the app or visit their webpage. And each morning at 8 a.m. you get, well, hey, well, here's what's in your mail today, and it's pictures of your mail. It's not really helpful because you're going to get your mail in a couple hours anyway, but it is neat. It's pictures of your mail. Um, I don't know if I have one I can show you from a couple days ago. Um, not that I want to reveal all my secret mail. <laughs> I don't really. I don't really get any secret mail. Did but, you listen to the new Reply All? Everyone speaking of no. uh, security. I think I did. See, it's a little black the and white. Snapchat one? Huh? Yes, I did. Mmm, Sean's mail. Mmm, yes, all those Do so they those open good it mails. up and they scan it? No, it's just, it's just pictures of the front. It's just okay. pictures as they fly down the belt. They take pictures of the front. Um, but interestingly, Colby, you shared the security story, and as soon as you shared it, it made a lot of sense to me, that identity thieves and fraudsters are using informed delivery to steal people's identities uh, and do nefarious things with them. 
Um, there have been a number of incidents that have been um, monitored uh, over the years. A recent case in Michigan in which seven people were arrested for allegedly stealing credit cards from resident mailboxes after signing up as those victims on the USPS's website. Um, they use the feature to identify and intercept mail and to further identify theft fraud schemes. So essentially, if I understand what they're doing is they would say, I would sign up under Dan's name, and I would say, I want pictures of Dan's mail. And then on the day when I see in his mail, oh, he's getting a credit card offer or some kind of interesting piece of mail, I would slip it out of his inbox. I would go to his house, take it out of his mailbox before he had a chance to know it was even there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in uh, 2018, September 2018, arrested seven people, like I said, nearly $400,000 in unauthorized charges on credit cards they ordered in the names of the residents. That was the other thing. Or they would order something, like they'd open a credit card using your real address, but they would get the actual credit card before you had a chance to get it out of your own mailbox. Very tricky. How were these people caught? Um... That is, it says here, uh, last month, uh, someone in Florida, Florida residents reported receiving hefty bills for credit cards. They never knew they had one resident received it. Uh, and only after that did she get a notice from USP saying someone at her address had signed up. The only problem is she had never actually signed up. So how they actually track them, I, you know, how they catch any criminals, it doesn't specifically say um, right. how they led to the these particular criminals. Someone blabbed. Well, so it doesn't matter if I signed up or not, though, because someone could just sign up on my behalf. Correct. Yes, that's and that's what I was mentioning in our Slack channel is I was blown away at how little verification there is that you are who you say you are. Um, mm. And in fact, for the first like week when I moved, I was getting because I told him form delivery. I said I moved. This is my new address. But I was getting pictures of the guy who used to live here's mail for like a week before they switched it to pictures of my mail. So it's really not great in that respect. The only thing is they I, I do, do find, find that it's more difficult to switch it if you already have it than it is to sign up for the first time. So that's why I would tell people, right. even if you don't care, sign up for it, because at least then you know, you're more likely to get notified if um, something weird happens. Yeah, because I think what... And I'll... Let me see what happens if I try to sign up with my address again. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to do that. But um, I'm curious if it'll what yeah, it'll I'd say. Be curious. Exactly. Um, if it'll let me do it or not. So hmm. yeah, it's interesting. It's a cool idea. I, I do like having it, but not if you know. Yeah, it says it's eligible. I've read the conditions. Yeah, it's letting me create a username and password and adding my contact right, information. Right, because maybe, maybe, you're, uh, maybe someone's moving in. Yeah, well, the, really, the only piece of verification they do is they send you a letter in the mail with a code on it that you have to type in. But if you have physical access to somebody's mailbox, it's pretty, it's you pretty easy. You keep checking for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's terrifying. Yep, always finding new ways to to get you. Get you. Get you. Uh, I suppose that's one bonus of living in an apartment building where the mailboxes are inside. Not that it would be particularly hard for a person to get into the apartment building, but True. harder than like walking up to a mailbox on the street. 
Yeah, you can't be you can't be too safe on my uh, on my Black Friday shopping list is one of those Nest doorbell cameras because you know you just you got to keep an eye on what's going on. My house is very anyone could just walk up and go into the mailbox. That's true of most homes. Mm-hmm. Don't because I don't you I don't have anything for you to steal, people. I'm just telling you. <laughs> you can try <laughs> opening a credit card in my name. Did have something to steal would say. That's please come on in. You 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 will see right away. I have nothing valuable. Um, so many smart light bulbs. Yeah, yeah. By the time you unscrew all the smart light bulbs, I'll be home and it won't be worth it. So you can just go right past my house. My neighbor's very wealthy. He's got a lot of good stuff. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, any other any other stories in here we really want to hit on before we move on to picks? Not not a, not a huge news week, I would say. Yeah. None of these other ones are really grabbing me. Okay. We can certainly continue on to picks. Uh, I do want to give a, give a quick shout out because I feel terrible. Uh, because, uh, you know, people are very nice. They leave us comments. And the problem is I don't usually see them until we've wave moved on because of the lag <laughs> and my lack of vision. But Zach has been commenting on Twitch and he said a lot of really nice, fun stuff. And by the time I notice it, we're like three stories after it. Um, <laughs> so, Zach, great comments. A plus. I approve. But sorry, we didn't get to you. So this is your mini shout out. He does point out that that apparently the U.S. Department of Defense has the most employees at 2.86 million. Then Walmart is the second largest, followed by McDonald's. That's crazy. So he he did add something to the conversation. I guess that makes sense, though. I would love to see what the biggest the biggest single office for a company is. I actually know the the answer to that. The single largest office building in. I don't know if it's... I think it's the world. The single largest office building in the world. For one company? Yeah. What is it? The Pentagon. Oh. Uh, Yeah. Got him. Makes sense. You got me. You got me. (laughs) Got him. Lines up with the the employing... The thing we were just talking about, too. And it is a big building. It's got five sides and everything. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot I mean, of sides. Most buildings only have four sides. That's what they needed the extra side for. They got to jam all those people in there. <laughs> Could you imagine it was originally a square and they're like, guys, we got to just kind of push a couple of sides out. Just one more side. <laughs> yep. I'm sure that's how it happened. Um, alrighty, we're going to move on to picks, the part of the show where each of us brings something we want to share with the world. Uh, and we got all kinds of good stuff. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna just go first to get out of the way. I, you know, I... I've never not had a pick on the show, but I really didn't have anything this week, so I'm kind of half-assing it. Um, I've spent pretty much my whole life not eating hummus, and recently I started (laughs) eating hummus, and I'm really enjoying it. It's great. It's a treat. And, by the way, I think the world, especially uh, YouTube, but the world knows of my love of Snyder's of Hanover sourdough pretzel nuggets. Oh, yeah. Great with hummus. Great with hummus. You just really, I haven't thought of that. Scoop them, scoop them right in there, and you just get a nice, nice dollop of hummus on there. Mm-mm, tasty. Mm. I don't know if I've ever had those pretzels with hummus, but I, I will say, one of the things I like to do with those pretzels is you can often bite, bite them in half, like lengthwise, and it makes them very scoopy. Mm. So you can scoop something. Um, I imagine that would work pretty well with hummus. If we're, I, if I'm we gonna, gonna go for it. I'm going to write a letter to the Snyder's people because I want a bag of pre-broken pretzel nuggets 
because I like them when they're in shards, and then those you can really mm. get kind of the the scoop going. That, that would imagine that's probably great for them. They probably get rid of broken. Yeah, pretzels. all the rejects. You know, I'll take them. I'm interested. Ugly pretzels or something. <laughs> uh, but my pick this week, hummus. Uh, all right, continuing on, uh, Dan. Let, let's talk about yeah. your uh, your phone blocking app here. Okay, so over the summer I was using Nomo Robo. Which maybe I picked on the show. I don't recall, but I was getting all these spam calls, so I was like, "All right, no more Robo, you're out, you're done." Um, move on to the next app, which was Robo Killer. Robo Killer works better now. Instead of a spam call getting through like once every two days, it happens like once every two weeks, which is still way more than I would like, but it's way better than it was. Um, but the coolest feature of Robo Killer is that when it detects a spam call, it doesn't just hang up it keeps them on the line and strings them along with some random fake recordings of someone answering the phone which i think i can play for you um your final notice to see if you qualify for the yeah, new affordable health insurance plan for 2018 and 2019 uh, open enrollment has yeah. started to ensure you are on the best plan so that's just a robot so it's not very interesting mm-hmm. uh, um is there let's try another one try this this is the recording hey what's going on what can i do for you (laughs) um so i haven't it hasn't caught an actual person scamming me yet it's always just been robots talking to robots but i like the feeling that it's costing them money because as I learned from Reply All, it's not calling that costs money. It's when someone picks up that costs money. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very cool. What do you have to do to set this up? Is it like... You it, you register it as a, I don't know, the call blocking thing in iOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if there's an Android app. It does cost money. Uh, on a subscription, but it has worked way better for me than Nomo Robo did. Yeah, Nomo Robo didn't didn't work for me. The biggest issue I had is it worked really well with um with calls that came in unknown. But if it had a real number and it was a spam call, it would never filter it right. So hopefully this does a uh, does a better job. I'm definitely gonna give it a shot. Yeah, I'm pretty intrigued. Very cool. You can check it out. Uh, they do, uh, by the way, Dan, have an Android app, so mm-hmm. you can get it on Android awesome. as well as on iOS. As you mentioned, uh, there is an in-app purchase, a subscription, um, a bunch of different membership options, depending on the length of time you want to subscribe, but it's just a couple bucks. Uh, if you're having issues with unwanted calls, you can check it out. Robo Killer. Not. It's a great band name, but it's also a great app. Yeah. We are Robo Killer. Okay, uh, Colby, do you have a pick this week? Uh, not really. I just finished watching uh, Man in the High Castle season three. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they, I feel like they lost me a little bit in the middle, and they sort of got me back, but. In the middle I of think, the season? Yeah, it, it got, like, a little bit, like, excruciating, like, the 
the reasons characters were doing things was just like not compelling, I guess. Um, and I don't know, like, I feel like the last two episodes were like a little better, like they sort of recovered, but I just don't know. I don't know. There was always a little bit of that in man in the high castle. Like some of the, some of the character things arcs were like really like compelling. And the other ones, some of the other ones were just like practically ABC family quality, like drama. Uh, so I don't know. It goes back and forth, but it was okay. That's why it's not a real pick, but I want more, uh, international political intrigue. And I want more Frank and what's his name antics. Um, and I can probably leave everything else. Yeah. Yeah. But alas. Okay. Well, okay. It's a sort of, what's a sort of the, pick. the uh, Americana dealer. What's that guy's name? Oh, Childen. Childen. Sorry, that's who I meant. Childen and the yes. other, and the skinny guy. Childen and Ed. Ed. He does have good antics. Yeah, I'm, I'm there for the antics and I'm there for the the political intrigue. Word. Hey, man, the High Castle Season 3 streaming now on Amazon Prime. Cool. Alrighty. Well, guys, unless you've got something else, I think that wraps up this episode. No, I was able to stay connected this whole time on an iPad. Honestly, the connection's been, uh, been your camera's great, crystal clear. Awesome. Yeah, I saw other, other than when you had to go to a different app. <laughs> right, other when I had to check the notes. Right. Uh, <laughs> what you need to do, Dan, you got to get a second iPad. Well, I do notes. still have my old iPad. Hmm? Now uh, you're thinking, now you're thinking. Tune, tune in next week where Dan has eight devices going all at the same time <laughs> to do basic tasks. Um, before I mention all the details about this show, I do want to remind everybody, over at Up for Debate, we talked about a, a little bit on this show, we are smack in the middle of our incredible miniseries all about America's favorite early 2000s defunct entertainment sports franchise, the XFL. Guys, it's been a treat. We just did <laughs> chapter two this past week. Where we broke down. If you don't know anything about the XFL, that's okay. Matt and I literally went through everything from the rules to the teams to the players and the coaches to to everything you needed to know. We set the stage because this week we're talking about the debut game, the kickoff game of the XFL, guys. Very memorable. So many great moments. It's literally, we're going to talk an hour about one football game. (laughs) It's got so much going on. From, I love The Rock opens it, like wrestling The Rock opens it. He does the eyebrow thing, which I, I don't have the kind of technology to do here. But, <laughs> the face uh, technology. Uh, but, uh, uh, but, it's, uh, but it's got Vince McMahon and he's doing the wrestling thing. And you got, you got really, truly terrible football and really bad. I get to do my Jesse Ventura kind of wrestling in the XFL, the players play with their hearts and they're out there for their families playing the game they love. Um, it's great. Honestly, we're having a blast. Up for debate.tv is where you can get that. Uh, a new episode coming out later this week. 
But you should also check out this show. Don'tpanic.io is our website. Go there, get links to all the picks we talked about. Um, I don't know what I'm going to link to for hummus yet, but I will figure that out tomorrow. Uh, and uh, as well as all the past episodes, of course, you can subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. We are there on Overcast and Apple Podcasts, now on Spotify, which is great. Where you get your music, we're there as well. Um, and any other platform, and of course, a video version on YouTube as well. And lastly, follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter. You can email us, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. I mentioned the live stuff earlier. We'd love to have you Monday nights, 10, 15 Eastern. And um, I think that's about it. We're going to be back next week, though. Don't fret. Uh, we'll be back with more news. We'll do maybe a little Thanksgiving preview, a little maybe Black Friday preview, Ooh. a big uh, a big holiday extravaganza. Join us as yeah, we cut the turkey. I need your help for Black Friday. Ooh. You're my Black Friday, um, I don't know, guide. I got tips, yo. So we're we we're do. gonna we're gonna do a little shopping. It's gonna be fun. So come back <laughs> then. But until then, uh, I'm Sean. They're Colby and Dan. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for more tech news and shopping tips on Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.